I wasn't sure about working with Matthew at first. I think it was his name. Matthew. Not Matt. Matty. M. The full-barreled shotgun. Matthew. It's unusual not to shorten your name. It feels very grand and a bit unfriendly. It made him sound like an earl or a liquor. He's none of those things, but he is a little bit grand, I suppose, by Dublin standards. He carries a briefcase and always has a black umbrella, like a banker. He uses a money clip, a gold shiny one. He'd asked if I thought he was an awful Egypt for having one. I'd shook my head and declared, No, maybe we should all have money clips. And that seemed to break the ice. I started working in advertising five and a half years ago as a junior copywriter, and five and a half years later, I am still a junior copywriter. I don't know how to shout. When I get turned down for a pay rise, I say thank you. I once plucked up the courage to ask for a promotion, which I didn't get, but I did get put on the Summer Party Fundraiser Committee, and somehow offered to babysit my boss Colin's kids. I panic in the face of authority, and even though Colin speaks like a Disney character and twiddles his moustache in a friendly fashion, I'm still intimidated by him. This was all going to change this year, though. My birthday is my New Year's Eve. I make resolutions. This year, I was going to get a promotion, a proper promotion, with a pay rise and a new job title. For four days now, I had told the universe I was grateful— I embraced the power of now, while still managing to feel the fear and do it anyway. I had repeated affirmations in my head. I am a rich, successful copywriter who is moments away from a promotion. The good news was that in spite of, or because of, I hadn't made up my mind, my self-help mantras, the promotion was looking like a possibility— Through a series of errors, Matthew and I had landed one of the biggest accounts in the agency, the Starshoot Chocolate account. So far, the client didn't like us, or any of our ideas, but I was optimistic. I am always optimistic. We work at F&P, Frank and Peterson. It is a giant multinational advertising agency, one of the shiny corporate ones where decisions are made from a head office in outer space, based on gravity pull and lotto numbers. They colonised a small indigenous agency about 15 years ago, introduced new jobs and a corporate language and ethos to which most employees were happy to be shackled. Corporate life has a lot of perks, good Christmas parties and an excellent dental plan. My teeth have never looked better. Our offices are on the top floor of a building in the financial district of Dublin. If this was any other city, that would mean that we were at a dizzy height, allowing for wobbly knees and shortness of breath, but not in Dublin. The highest building in Dublin, which coincidentally is also the ugliest, is 16 storeys. The hand of God rests firmly on the Dublin skyline, squashing it down and not allowing it to get too proud. Modesty is a much-respected Dublin trait, in the people and in the city. The F&P offices overlook the River Liffey and its ancient bridges, grey and heaving under the heavy commuter plod. 
The IV drip to Dublin is the river. It splits the city in two and serves as our very own Berlin Wall. Northsiders and Southsiders seldom see the need to cross over and mix with each other. Only bad jokes about passports and visa stamps unite the two sides. It used to be that the North Side was poor and the South Side was rich, but for the last few years we've had a booming economy, so everyone is rich and the jokes aren't funny anymore. Life is plentiful in Ireland these days. We are riding on the cusp of a wave that doesn't seem to have any sign of crashing. There is a generation of kids born in the 1990s that can't remember life before BMWs, stone massages and organic coffee shops. There's been rumours the last few months that the good times might come to an end, but no one seems to be paying any heed to the news.